0: that's awesome though that should be in uh, like a 200 level film studies class no it shouldn't it should though no it
1: shouldn't i'll tell you where it should be in matthew mcconaughey's new lincoln commercial (laughs) 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 on this episode of dc on screen there is so much the batman casting news (laughs) And also, we got some we got some Snyder Cut news. Uh, Jason has, has been nice enough to say that we can talk about that
0: again. I have removed the moratorium mm-hmm. temporarily, uh-huh. pending circumstances. Do not consider this a parole. <laughs> this is work leave. I'm David C. Robertson. This is my trusty co-host, Jason. Hi,
1: I'm Wet Blanket, <laughs> And we are DC On Screen. Uh, this is the podcast where we discuss the DC Comics multiverse on film and television, give honest opinions on projects upcoming and past, and believe that every version of a property is valid, even if we do not want it to be. If it has been released, it is fair game. So beware of spoilers and welcome to the show. Well, we're doing a show, man. Yeah, it's How do time. You like that.
0: Yeah, it's time. It's time. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, that old clock's a ticking.
0: Yeah, had to wait for a couple things to happen, but they, you know, they finally kind of happened. What things? Anything. Oh. Yeah, well, there was yeah, that. It's been slow news the last six or eight weeks.
1: Well, I mean, this is only like... It's been a week since we did our last episode. It's not like... Oh, I yeah, know. It's been a no, it, crazy amount of time. It's not
0: like a big gap for us. I'm just saying it's been it's been slow in the news recently.
1: It has a little bit, but then it just blew up this week. Yeah, there was a lot. But um, we got some reviews, man. We got some reviews on uh, on the uh, Apple podcast. Almost said iTunes. Did you notice?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're all adjusting.
1: I know. It's, it's just weird. End of an era. Uh, <laughs> We got some. We got we got some reviews. Uh, we got a five star review from Anglo the Saxon. I love that name. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, they give us uh, Anglo gives us five stars. It says the best around. No one ever gonna keep them down. Hands down, one hundred percent the best podcast of its kind. Better than a suicidal cast of squads.
2: <laughs>
1: Far beyond the fat men, and <laughs> and better than ists of nerds. well
0: played so far
1: about dc on screen i have overheard aquaman say my men nice jack napier was quoted as you are my number one guys (laughs) oliver queen says they have not failed this city damn straight only ourselves (laughs) yeah repeatedly (laughs) in perpetuity yeah it's the only podcast i listen to when i go for a run said csi tech barry allen
0: oh beautiful
1: Clark Clark Kent's review in the Daily Planet reads, They are going to blow up like Krypton. And strangely, when asked, the Dark Knight simply replied, I am Batman.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, Stuck the landing on those references. Good job.
1: Absolutely. Listening to DC on screen is as close to talking about the subject matter with my buddies as it gets. You could easily crack open a cold one and feel like you were a part of the conversation. It is the best podcast of its kind. I've said it twice now, and I will say it again. It is the best podcast of its kind. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe. That's awesome. Subscribe and give them five stars right effing now, or they'll there will be an infinite crisis in your life. Sincerely, (laughs) Anglo the Saxon.
0: To Anglo's point, Mm -hmm. you 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 can participate in our conversations. We -hmm. we get back to pretty much everyone.
1: We do eventually. Though I felt really bad, you know. I uh, they (laughs) I I transparency here. I use Blogspot. Blogger, whatever you want to call it, for our site. Uh-huh. Because it is free. Right. Um, I've been unhappy with it, but we have over... <laughs> well, this is the 570th episode. Yeah. So I, I don't want to transfer all that shit over.
0: No, and honestly, the website is not the most important thing.
1: It's not, but I signed in the other day, uh-huh. and I looked down, and there's a button that says, Try the new blogger. I'm like, yes, please.
0: hmm <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> yes, I don't love the old blogger. Let's see what you got.
1: And the first thing they do is they show me the comments, which I've never been notified of a comment. Oh, no. And we had probably, you know, over five years, a good 30, 35 comments. (laughs) Oh, shit. And, (laughs) you know, about 26 of them were spam.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. But but in there
1: were like two that I remember replying to and then like several I hadn't. So (laughs) I went through like, hey, that's a really good suggestion. Sorry I hadn't got back to you for five years. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize to anyone who might still be
0: listening. Um anyway. Uh, I'll all apologies, but you were listening right now, currently, to the entire team. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Some shit will slip through the cracks.
1: Uh so yeah, we got Try another as we may. We got another five-star review on iTunes. Sorry, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts Damn it, Apple. Why do you have to change things?
0: Oh, did I did I say thank you, Angler? Thank you, Angler.
1: Yes, thank you, Angler. That's awesome. Uh Shadow Kid, Shadow Kid Skate, SK eight. I'm gonna nice. say that says skate. Yeah, sure. Yeah. License Gives plate us five logic. stars. hmm Gives us five stars. Says love it. Love hearing you boys talk about everything DC every week. Keep up the great work. And also on a side note, they're terrific human beings. Give them a listen. I am not a terrific human being. <laughs>
0: I don't know when you called us on a good day, but I'm so glad you did.
1: Thank you, Shadow (laughs) Skid. Shadow Skid. Thank you, Shadow Kid uh, Skate uh, there. Uh, I I can't. I keep wanting to say Shadow Skid. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) Shadow Skate. Shadow Skate. Shadow Kid Skate. Shadow Kid Skate. Thank you very much. Uh, It's a a
0: very good review. Uh, (laughs) It really cracks me up when you go into norm mode.
1: I don't mean to. Uh, Yeah, they
0: uh, there. Like, like his feigned awkwardness is what you actually do when you're awkward sometimes.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's because I actually grew up watching Norm McDonald's. Oh yeah, so no, I just he's, have he's these, like tics.
0: He's in our DNA. I get it. It's. Uh, I think that's why I recognize. him. like, yeah, that's a norm. That's a norm move right there.
1: <laughs> All right, so we have seventy six ratings now on Apple Podcasts, Ooh. and um, I'd love to get to a hundred by the end of the year. So a uh, I'm gonna, it's a fine goal. I think it's a uh, godly goal, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna put the the a link in the show notes for you guys to just just click right on that. Hopefully that'll work, and Make you can it just go and review it, and it'll be uh, easy peasy, but not lemon squeezy. I've never been a fan of lemon squeezy.
0: Yeah, I don't understand that part.
1: I've never quite grasped it. Like mm. never wrapped my brain around the lemon segment of it
0: no because lemons are so often like a negative connotation mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. get a lemon car life gives you that's lemons true. all that crap right, right although apparently we engineered those fuckers so I don't know we're to blame mm,
1: probably which just it, it, always makes me think of uh, the uh, Phil Hartman bit on news radio where he says when life gives you lemons make lemonade then throw it in the face of the person who gave you the lemons until they give you the oranges you originally asked for
0: <laughs> that's really good <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so over on Patreon, we've got a new patron, Jonathan Burren. Hello, uh, Jonathan. Very generously signed up for the five dollar tier, and uh, lucky for Jonathan, <laughs> we just recorded like three new warm ups. So,
0: <laughs> so plenty coming your way.
1: Plenty coming. Thank you, Jonathan. And what you want to do? You want to do news now? Yeah, I guess. You know. All right. All right. We can do if you that. Want to. Uh, patreon.com slash DC on screen. If you want to go and, uh, lob your shekels at us, at our open maws. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you to all of our patrons. As always,
0: it will be improved or it will be used to improve the show.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. We have, we have no personal stake in the shekels.
1: Yeah. Not at this point anyway. No.
0: (laughs) They are not paying for shit. (laughs) They are being used to make more shekels for the show.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, over over to some news. We've got Joker, right? Right. That son of a bitch is tracking across a billion dollars now.
0: Isn't that something? Isn't it? I've run into roughly four types of people. Okay. People who have seen Joker multiple times, two or more. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, people who have seen Joker, people who have seen Joker and would like to go see it again. Uh-huh. Or people who haven't seen Joker yet, but would really like to. Yeah. Theoretically, there's a fifth kind of person out there who just has no interest, but I don't normally traffic in those circles. So
1: Yeah. Well, there's a fifth type of person, like my mom, who says, I really think it looks good, but I don't think I can handle it.
0: Oh, that's a nice angle. Yeah. Yeah. And having seen it, I can respect that.
1: Yeah. But just looking at the trailer, she's like, that gives me goosebumps, and I want to see that, but eh, it looks like it's going to be too rough.
0: That's fair. I think there, there probably is a subsect of people... Like the same reason someone doesn't maybe want to go to therapy Mm-hmm. where they're like, I think that's going to hit too close to home and I'm going to have way too much like myself homework to do after I see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go to see a movie and then like come home having stuff to unpack.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: let's see.
0: Well, some people <laughs> really do. And some people just really don't. Mm-hmm. I get that. It is a lot to unpack. I mean, you've got to deal with this movie. You can't just mm-hmm. watch it.
1: Yeah. Now. We, you, and I have made a big stink about how we don't give a crap about the Oscars. Yeah, but it's uh, you know it's a thing. Warner Brothers is you know pushing, uh, heavily pushing this uh, for for Oscars this year. Um, they're pushing Joaquin Phoenix for Best Actor. They're uh, Robert De Niro, Zazie Beats and Francis Conroy for Best Supporting Actor slash Actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire cast for Best Ensemble. They're looking for a Best Picture Nom for. Uh, for the, for the movie, the best adapted screenplay, best director for Todd Phillips. They've, they're also pushing for best cinematography, best costume design, best film editing, best visual effects, best sound editing, and best sound mixing. They ain't playing, man.
0: No, there are a few of those where I'm like, I don't know if that's... Like, best adaptation. I'm not sure it's an adaptation from anything that's so specific that it should be called an adaptation. It's kind no, of it's a,
1: a... It's adapted from previous it's a, material. It's adapted
0: from like 70 years of that character's... You know, I mean... I, it's an adaptation for sure, but I'm not like for me the best adaptation category is like Pride and Prejudice, you know, or something like that.
1: Uh, still counts. <laughs> I
0: guess <it> still counts. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with most of those. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a fantastic film, but also you know the uh, the other stuff they they might have seen. Like I don't have time anymore. There's too many things that we watch to do this. I mm-hmm. I don't I don't know about other stuff anymore. Yeah, I I have to like carve out time to go do. You know, the landmarks that the other humans are doing.
1: And, you know, God knows, man. We, we enjoy them, but those damn DC shows, you know, you, they're like gray hairs. Yeah, dude. The CW one alone. cancel it, and three more pop up in its place. Yeah,
0: the, C, the CW alone takes up a lot of my time.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Joaquin Phoenix, he's talking again about possibly doing a sequel. Mm-hmm. And he said, I wouldn't do a sequel just because the first movie is successful. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I love that as a starting point.
1: Right. Uh, (laughs) He did say long before the release or before we had any idea if it would be successful, we talked about sequels. Sequels, plural. Mm -hmm. In the second or third week of shooting, I was like, Todd, can you just start working on a sequel? There's way too much to explore. And it was kind of in jest, but not really.
0: All right. so. Okay. Yeah. I can read that.
1: Look, if we're getting him saying this now. It's happening. The bastard is almost going over a billion dollars at this point. Is tracking to cross a billion dollars at this point. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in
0: a way, it's adorable that he's saying, like, well, I mean, just because it's successful, it's the most profitable, given its budget, comic book movie of all time. Mm hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm hmm. I mean, I would admire the shit out of them if they walked away and just said, no, we did what we wanted to do.
1: Yeah. As of right now, it has made $948 million.
0: Versus a fifty-five million dollar budget. Yeah, yeah, that is obscene. Like the other ones, could only drink because you remember, like a lot of the the big movies, uh, Marvel, DC alike. They, you know, they'll spend two hundred fifty million, expecting to make eight hundred. Percentage mm-hmm. wise, that's <clears throat> nothing even in the ballpark. of yeah. what this thing just accomplished. Yeah, or is and still it's, doing.
1: It's crossed three hundred, three hundred three million
0: here domestically. Yeah, that's um, that's yeah, that's absurd.
1: Yeah. Is this happening, guys?
0: That's literally like saying we're going to make a movie and we're going to pick one state and we'll make all of the movie back on that one state. Mm-hmm. We're just going to air it in California and make, make it a wash, which is still incredible. Whew. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it, just absurd numbers. Um, but yeah, like uh, the part of you wants to root for him being able to just walk away and be like, no, we did what we wanted to do and, and have like the all tour concept, you know, and mm-hmm. then the other part of you is like, yeah, it made all the money, man. You're going to you're going to have to find a way to make another one of these.
1: Yeah, I don't think they have, they have to try very hard just in terms of like they've already talked about it. They kind of have an idea, I
0: believe. You get that from the movie, though, that they were so excited about some of the concepts that. I don't know, man. It, com- it comes across in, in what I saw of the film that they they were really into what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like, that, this was, for sure, a product of love.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I didn't mention this last week, but you know HBO Max, when it launches, it's going to have Joker on its service, and it's going to have uh, every Batman and Superman movie.
0: Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Good start. Mm-hmm. Coming out swinging. It's
1: going to have, like... And then, you know... uh, Within the first year, it's going to have every DC movie of the last decade, so. Nice. I just hope they let us know how Jonah Hex treats them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would say you can't have everything, but I think it would, I don't know. I I would kind of enjoy it if they had the bad ones, too.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, dude, they're going to have Superman 4, Superman
0: 3 this is and true. 4. Yeah, they did say every Superman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Batman and Robin, Batman Forever.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah, those are are bad things.
1: All righty, Let, let's pop over to the Batman.
0: Sure. No, I do know some fun stuff with Batman. I'm, yeah, i yeah, that was fun stuff.
1: All right. So in case I didn't mention last week, which I may have, but couldn't be bothered to check, Matt Reeves did confirm Jeffrey Wright is playing James Gordon.
0: Nice, good, uh, confirmed. Like it.
1: Now Colin Farrell is in talks, reportedly in talks to play the Penguin. Love it. Yeah, it's sort of like the the Telltale version of the Penguin. He's like all thin and shit. Yeah. Of course, Robin Lord Taylor was thin, you know, until the last episode of Gotham. He Uh, doesn't have to be,
0: like, the essence of Penguin isn't his size and the fact that he resembles a penguin.
1: No, I've seen Colin Farrell put on a fat suit, though.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Bad Bosses 2 or something like that? Horrible Bosses. Horrible Bosses 2. Um, He can do it, but you don't have to. He's actually, Colin Farrell's like a a trope in certain ways, but he's really good at his job. He is. He is. He reminds me of Tom Cruise in a lot of ways, though. Colin. <laughs> he's like, like I, know they, I know he's a crazy fucker. Mm-hmm. Like, the same way, like, uh, I think I said before, like, I have to spend the fir- the first 10 minutes of any time I'm watching Tom Cruise, I'm just putting out of my head that he's a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. And with Colin Farrell, I'm just putting out of my head, like, I know he's a crazy Irish fuck. And I kind of mean it in the good way, but when he's not playing a crazy Irish fuck, I have to just like concentrate on like, what, what is he doing right now on screen? And by like the 15 minute mark, I'm just totally invested in his character because he's really good at his job.
1: Yeah, he is. And he's got a lot of range.
0: Surprisingly,
1: like people talk shit about Colin Farrell. Like that means it's going to be a bad movie. No,
0: no, no, no. uh, No. dude, dude can play a lot of characters, a lot of emotions really well. He, he's a good actor. And good at accents. So it, we're, we're, I'm not worried about him having like a Bostonian accent if he wants to do it for Penguin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, fine. Or like a slight New York kind of uh, a pickup at the end of his syllables or something like that. This, I think he can do all of that. I'm not worried about it. But yeah. good Lord. Um, he doesn't have to be fat. Like that's not a thing.
1: They could throw some makeup on him. Let's let, not forget that Matt Reeves did those Apes movies.
0: Yeah. like They could. They could they could make up him. I mean, Thor did fine and... Half CGI'd fat. I see a lot of people
1: getting ma- like mad about the Lebowski Thor, and I loved it. It was
0: it was fun, and it made sense if you consider Ragnarok and the character progression. Mm-hmm. But uh, like Feral, if he's skinny, Feral, fine. If he's fat, Feral, okay. Um, either way, the essence of Penguin to me is a shady business dude mm-hmm. with way more tabs, uh, way more ties to the mob than he would admit openly. Short of being interrogated by Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, if a politician tried to ask him about his activities, oh, I'm I'm in exports, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, like, it, Penguin's the kind of guy, to me, like, would stand in front of the DA of Gotham, whoever it is, Harvey or whoever, and just lie to his face openly with that little, like, uh, half-truths, you know? Yeah. And then go back to his iceberg lounge, enjoy the atmosphere, and uh, make fucking shady dealings of... Six hundred pounds crates of fucking arms deals going out to God knows who because he didn't give a shit. He's just trying to make money, and and like that makes sense. Like that's my penguin. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind a couple gadgets. I think it was Ryan Hulsman that said uh, he he wanted Colin Farrell to have the uh, umbrella with the machine gun on it, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. At the very least, I wanted to have a cane, preferably an umbrella. I want there to be a weaponized umbrella. That's really my hope.
1: <laughs> all right. So importantly, it is just reportedly in talks. A lot of people are saying like he's been cast. We don't know that. We don't know that.
0: I will give him this though. A lot of the in talks for this movie so far, once it's mm-hmm. really been like the last few months since it's been really going, uh-huh. have kind of have come through.
1: Oh yeah. That's why we're going to talk about all of these supposedly in talks. Shoot. All right. Out of an umbrella. Andy Serkis is in talks to play Alfred. Yes, please. You know, I thought he was, I thought if anyone he would play Penguin. No. I'm good with Alfred though.
0: No, I'm good with Alfred.
1: I'm good with Alfred. That I mean, but how do you have Andy Circus and not have a badass Alfred? That's, That's all what I'm, I'm saying. saying.
0: I said before, like this is gonna be of the ass ass whooping variety of penguin. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, mm-hmm. of Alfred. <laughs> and yes, yeah, like the you you can't have him on screen and not have him punch a guy. Right, you just can't. That's not. That's not holy.
1: <laughs>
0: that's right. Um, dude, needs, dude needs to get some wet work done.
1: Now, a number of sites, none of great uh, 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 rep, reputation, I would say, um, of ill repute. Right, a number of sites of somewhat ill repute have have said that uh, Matthew McConaughey is in talks to play Two Face.
0: Bullshit. You think that's bullshit? It just sounds like bullshit. I wouldn't mind it at all. Because they're
1: also reporting that John David Washington is also being considered for the part. I have no idea who that is. Who's that? Me, me either. I'm Honestly, I don't up. know. I don't know
0: who that is. I'm going to find out. I'm going to look him up too. We'll race.
1: All
2: right. I need uh, to see his face
0: as well, or I will not know who the hell you're talking about. John Joe, David if, Washington.
1: If that's true, they're, they're very split.
0: Yeah, it's a very different person. Oh, wait. American actor former running back, played at Morehouse College, and... and, Oh, uh, Ron Stallworth on uh, Black Klansman,
1: Lieutenant Kelly, the old man and the gun.
0: Okay, Black Klansman was a pretty well-received movie that I haven't seen Mm -hmm. that I would like to have seen. Mm -hmm. Um, So apparently the guy has some clout, even to have been cast in that movie. Not bad. Um, In shape, I'll be honest, his football resume is... It's pretty weak. But... Still, That's why he's acting now, Jason. I know, but still, dude's probably in shape. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I have no problem with it outside of oh, dude, he was literally born a few hours before I was weird. Yeah, born on July 28th, 1984. I was born on the 29th and was expected the 28th. Mm. Oh, fuck, I'm old. Um,
1: L- look at the life comparisons,
0: right? He's being considered for a part in a DC
1: movie. You sit at home and record conversations about DC movies.
0: <laughs> so we're basically the same person. Is you're what basically you're the same person. And yeah. I briefly played football <laughs> in Little League. Uh-huh. And went to college. I mean, I've, I feel like I've hung out with him. <laughs> you probably I've have. I've driven through St. Louis where he was an undrafted free agent for the Rams when they were based there. Uh huh. Which isn't a thing anymore.
1: <laughs> oh gosh.
0: So yeah, me and John David Washington, basically the same dude. Surprised I didn't get a phone call mm-hmm. to play Two Face instead of him. But I'm glad he did because I'm a uh, I don't I don't know I'm I'm a, a, a humble person mm-hmm. with a positive attitude who's happy to see other people like me do well. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how we're gonna play this, because I also. Uh, have pictures of me and Denzel Washington that I I just don't talk about, right? Because right. that would be kind of gauche.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I I'm sorry for, for <laughs> John David Washington. Down.
0: Like this guy has a way better life than I do. Uh,
1: for For John David Washington, <laughs> I feel bad, uh, but I I do hope it's Matthew McConaughey because I would love it for the Batmobile to be a Lincoln. <laughs>
0: I want it to be Matthew McConaughey just so he can have two cars in front of him one black and one white car and one Mm -hmm. is clearly a Lincoln and one's not and he flips a coin and he doesn't choose the Lincoln
1: (laughs) I don't think that'll happen
0: I think he would be contractually obligated to at least lick the fender of the Lincoln and hum pleasantly before he got into Mm -hmm. the other car Mm-hmm. I think that guy at this point is going it, contractually again. He has to be buried in a Lincoln car.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you seen this commercial where he's driving the Lincoln through the through the, all the pink smoke? No. Looks like that. the freaking Mutara Nebula from Star Trek 2. Nice. I just keep expecting the freaking Reliant to come out and start blasting away at him. <laughs>
0: And it's instead, it's just him being int- introspective.
1: Yeah, it's just McConaughey being a Lincoln douche. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, well, I see. mean, I don't even want to go that far. I don't know that car. Looks fine. Mm-hmm. Just those commercials are so damn over the top. Mm-hmm.
1: All righty. Uh, so we've been getting some videos and photos of Robert Pattinson training, and they've all mm-hmm. been thusly taken down, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. But. There was, uh, some, there were some photos uh, by uh, Regan Machado. I think that's how you say that name. But we sure. butcher those names uh, routinely. Regularly. yeah. Uh, he's an eighth degree red and black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. One of the well-known Machado brothers. He's, he's worked with some people you may have mm-hmm. heard of. Vin Diesel, Charlie Hunnam, and Keanu Reeves on John Wick. So nice. that's the dude training Robert Pattinson. Nice. Teaching him jiu-jitsu for Batman.
0: That's a good start.
1: Just just thought I'd let you guys know about that. That's a good start. Uh, if you're at all interested in uh, the original Suicide Squad film that David Ayer did, he posted a, a picture of Joker from one of his, one of their cut scenes with uh, the whole half-charred face. Mm-hmm. And um, Ayer writes, "...movies are fragile. They are like dreams, haunting moments that run from your vision. They have your own logic and truth." If you change the destination after the trip is complete, is it still the same journey? The spine of Suicide Squad was Harley's journey. In many ways, it was her movie. Her escaping, her relationship with Joker, was the major emotional through line. A director holds an invisible compass in their hands. It guides every shot, every performance. That compass points to the destination. If the destination changes, did the journey even happen? (laughs) Uh, The answer is no, David. The answer is no.
0: That's awesome, though. That should be in uh, like a 200-level film studies class.
1: No, it shouldn't. It should, though. No, it shouldn't. I'll tell you where it should be. In Matthew McConaughey's new Lincoln commercial. (laughs) 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 Movies are fragile. They're like dreams, haunting moments. I get it. I get it. I get it. (laughs) I get it.
0: Do you also have the... Do you also have the feeling that David Ayer woke up from a dream, knowing the instant, like you know, when you wake up from a dream and you know, like I, I know what I know what beats I hit here, but I don't remember the details. Like, mm-hmm. you, and maybe you remember some images, but you don't. And, and then within like an hour, you don't even remember that. And then within within two hours, you don't remember the beats. Uh huh. Like that's that part of our lives is just different from the rest of our lives. You you, you have no connection to it. Um, it. Only certain things stay with you, and they almost seem like traumatic or dramatic in some way. Mm -hmm. And uh, it makes sense, though, that in some way he would justify like, no, this is a tangent we went on, we had a plan, we had an idea, and then the compass changed. Like the WB execs said, no, we want to do this now. And my dream went away, and it was forgotten. Mm -hmm. I get that. That makes sense to me, and it tracks. And I like, I kind of like that he's framing it in that way. Like, I, I think that may be a really poetic way of framing. Yeah, I had a plan and the executives just said, go fuck your plan. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Don't go fuck your plan. You don't have time. Instead, make our plan and have blue balls about your plan. And mm-hmm. if you don't like that, you can just fucking be fired because go fuck yourself. Because, you know, I think that's what the execs say sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Like, yeah the, like, uh,
0: like in the Robert the Evans era well. of producers would would you be surprised if that was the speech no I don't know I, I, I there's some insight there there's some insight there I think
1: yeah I think there is'm not saying there isn't it's just I'm just saying it needs to be in a Lincoln commercial
0: I do yeah I word for word I would have bought it if it was just in a Lincoln commercial that way
1: yeah. uh-huh I agree um, Entertainment Tonight was talking to Jason Momoa and, uh, said, how do you feel about Robert Pattinson being cast as Batman? He says, I'm really stoked. He's a good man. He's a great actor. I'm excited about the whole thing. They said, uh, will we ever get to see the three of you in a movie all together? Talking about, uh, Zoe Kravitz and, and, uh, Pattinson and Momoa because though, you know, Zoe is his stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, I mean, it'd be awesome, but I don't think it's going that way. Let's just let them do their thing and I'll do my thing. Right. So that's pretty telling. Right. <laughs> he also uh, explained that uh, Aquaman 2 is probably a year plus away. He says, I don't have a set date on that, unfortunately.
0: No. I mean, it's happening, but.
1: It's happening. All right, let's get over to Justice League. You ready for it, man? You ready to be the wet blanket? Wet blanketed up?
0: I'm. I don't want to say the phrase make me damp.
1: Well, oh, I prefer moist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> moist? Uh huh. I'm rooting for you, man. I really am. I like. Make this work for me. Convince me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any special convincing powers or anything. i you know.
0: I, I I've I've said recently, and I have uh, done some things that mm-hmm. are uh, can speak to it. But I I miss having a sense of wonder.
1: Mm-hmm. I would
0: like to. I mean, I'm I, I really am. we for you.
1: All right. Well, uh, f- this first bit of news. It's not really news, it's just funny to me. Okay. Which is, you know, more important than any other kind of news as far as I'm concerned on this show. Naturally. Um, Jesse Eisenberg was, <laughs> was asked about the Snyder Cut. And says, he says, why not? He says, I have no idea. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like somebody was like, What's the square root of sixty nine point three two four? And he was like, purple. Mm-hmm. He says Question I genuinely
1: he says, I genuinely don't know. What are you referring to? Like a director's cut? <laughs> and they explained it to him. He said, oh, Justice League. Gotcha. I have no idea. No clue. Zero. I think I was in some other scenes too, but I guess they're not in the movie. So they turned it into, what What do they call it? A post-credits scene? Yeah. He says, I have no idea. I wasn't really around for the process. I know some of the stuff they were doing was amazing. Also, I'm friends with the writer Chris Terrio, so I read his original draft. There's stuff that's probably not in the movie, obviously, because I haven't seen the movie. That was there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let and me then, translate. <laughs> I don't know, man. I came on, I did a job. I like my friend Chris. He had a good script, and I, I came on. I, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I did the work, and I went home. What are you talking about?
1: No, yeah. he, you know, he doesn't watch movies with himself in it. He. He did say he watched uh, Zombieland because Woody Harrelson made him.
0: <laughs> but, that, um, that baffles me, too, by the way. like Especially when... Like, Zombieland 2 is about to come out. I'm super excited. I enjoyed Zombieland.
1: Uh, it's already come out. Oh, has it? Oh, shit. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Has it?
0: God damn it. I've got to get around mm-hmm. to that. Um, I, <laughs> I, I've seen the trailer. I'm happy. I know it's the original cast. I'm super excited about Zombieland 2. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the... It would baffle me to go to work as an actor, not having seen the final product of the thing you did, mm-hmm. and do a like a sequel to it. That that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I I just, I just I can't even imagine it. It's I don't know.
1: so yeah. The guy wound up explaining it to him and kind of explained the facial hair thing with Henry Cavill and yeah. how that kind of went bad. And uh, I imagine
0: Jesse was bored the entire
1: time. Well, no. Jesse said, "Oh, wow! How strange. That's fascinating. It's really interesting how stuff is done." <laughs> he was bored. They they showed him like photos of the visual effects, and uh, and then he was talking to Yahoo, and um, he explained that he people he was asked about Snyder Cut there. He said he had just heard about it, mm-hmm. and um, so the guy was basically saying that like he was kind of scoffing at it a little bit, and Eisenberg was like. Well he was he was scoffing at it and acting like it wasn't like a real thing. He's like, Oh, is that the feeling behind it? Okay, well I guess that would be a cool thing to see, right? I might be in another scene of it, so sure, yeah. Like he wants it. <laughs> he said, because I did some scenes that I think are not in the movie, but I haven't seen the movie. So he's, you know, kind of been like, Hey, well that that's a cool idea. The the you know, Snyder getting to our, uh, you know, fulfill his artistic vision. That would be a cool thing to see. I don't know. It was it's it was hypothetical. Fun. It well it's more than hypothetical no Hop-
0: it's yeah. hypothetical in the way that like jared leto keeps saying that there's an entire joker movie on the cutter oh, floor.
1: yeah and that yeah if you're it's, that is
0: it's just no i mean i shot some stuff that wasn't in what i've been told <laughs> by the way what i've been told was in the film apparently because he i guess hasn't seen it mm-hmm now
1: Josh Horowitz. Because I guess apparently
0: like, he went to Crest Terrier afterwards, was like, what the fuck were they talking about? Oh, it's all a thing.
1: Mm. Uh, Josh Horowitz was talking to Jason Momoa mm-hmm. and he was talking about the Snyder Cut and yeah. Momoa says, I have seen it. I have seen the Snyder Cut. And Horowitz sort of balks a little bit, excitedly, but balks and says like, uh, you know, how how is that possible? It doesn't have the special effects. The special effects aren't done. And Momoa just kind of, like, gets this weird cocky grin and cocks his head to the side and just stares at Horowitz and, and says, oh, you don't think Zach couldn't finish? And then he just, like, catches himself and just stops talking. And then says, I think the public needs to see it. I'm obviously indebted to Warner and DC, and I don't know how they feel about it. But as a fan, I'm very, very happy I got to see it.
0: I want him to be right. I really do. Now, we were talking about earlier... I've um, also seen the end of that interview where the the guy keeps bringing it up and he just says, next question, brother.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, he... I wanted to be right. I really do. But Jason Momoa is 90% puppy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you said he was a vivid dreamer in our messenger <laughs> chat.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, I... I do, I and I hope he's seen it. And I do like, I like, really like the idea that Snyder privately, like he's like, dude, you don't think Snyder could have finished that? I, on on the one hand, I like to think that a director of films that I've seen that I really love, and I I do, I really love Zack Snyder's work, no question about that. I want to see this cut because I want to see more of his work. I fucking love the guy. I, like Watchmen's my favorite thing ever, mm-hmm. and. Some of the stuff we cover is like not even far behind it. But on the one hand, you have to weigh: to what extent does he know the nuts and bolts? Like, can he actually, can he actually get on like Oracle and do graphic effects, or does he not know what the fuck's going on with that? Can, like, can he finish this film? Nuts to soup to nuts.
1: I think he has enough friends that he maybe pl- he could plow. En- he, would, I think he would. I think he would throw enough of his own money in
0: to finish it. Possibly. Yeah, I know he's got it. I know he has enough money to finish it, but he also is working on something that's not his property. He doesn't own this thing. He doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't even own the masters of, like I, I would say, the master tapes because I'm a fucking oh, Beatles fan, he, and that's. I a think thing he I does.
1: Think. I think he has all the. Yeah, I think he does have all the footage because he's he. Consistently shows video or p- clips of video or whatever, like photos of video screenshots. Yeah, so what I was, of of all the master takes and stuff. Like he
0: does, but he shows screenshots, not. Yeah, I'm not saying he could distribute it footage,
1: but I think he's got all the developed footage. I he think might, he's got everything.
0: He might have all the footage. He might have the entire thing on a hard drive, and he has you know, said he's got it. <laughs> I I don't even disbelieve him. It's just the release of it. I don't know.
1: But if he threw his own money into actually finishing it and Warner Brothers didn't have to spend that money, you know, it's way more likely that they'll put it out.
0: Look, maybe, maybe it still has to not interfere with the things they're doing. And the fact that it will interfere with the things they're doing is, is not working for it. Now, the fact that they're already doing Joker and they're going to do it like, I think the release of the Batman, Matt Reeves the Batman, mm-hmm. will determine whether we're gonna see a Justice League Snyder cut. Because if you can do another version of characters that are kind of quasi-in-universe, that are already represented, like Todd Phillips Joker is a different thing entirely. If you want to do this and make it work, you have to prove, I think, to Warner Brothers executives who are old school, after all. Um A lot of them. I think Hamada has a pretty good hat on him, but a lot of them are pretty old school. I think Mm -hmm. you have to prove to them that you can do a different version of a thing, even if it's an ongoing thing, and that audiences are going to accept it. And if that's the case, and they didn't have a lot in it, and they could just release it and and make a few bucks, fuck, I think we might get to see this thing. But at the very least, I don't think we'll see it until there's at least a reception of the Batman. But, like, I... You know, Filthy Cash, like you've, you've, uh, not even Filthy Cash, just general audience. Mm -hmm. You've seen people who are like, well, I just don't understand why this is what Batman's doing now because the, you know, last time I saw him, he was facing off with Joker and wasn't that Heath Ledger? And like, they don't understand this is a different set of movies. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even detracting from those people. They're just, this isn't what they focus on their life. Like we do, but Mm -hmm. they have other dreams and intuitions and shit that runs their life and this is just a a little sidebar they have that they come back to every now and then and you know they enjoyed the nolan movies and or they enjoyed the chris reeves superman and they they, entirely different for them but if you can prove to the people in charge who are worried about those people who are the general audience who are the 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 people who will make an 800 million dollar movie instead of a 250 million dollar movie that they will understand and will get it if you do a different version even if it's slightly in the same universe until then I don't see it even if All it's right. at zero cost but if you can prove with something like the batman that that is actually a thing that will stand fuck we may get actually make it to actually see it
1: yeah now uh, someone asked the justice league vfx supervisors to confirm uh, or w- basically what they thought about Momoa's comments. Yeah. And uh, one of them responded and said that many of the VFX shots are complete. Some percentage were uh, various stages of completion from early post-visual to almost done, but not quite. Even but, the
0: Snyder's posts are can confirm that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Junkie XL has come out and said that this full sc- the full score is ready and done. It's just he he's not using it for everything anything else. He says it's a really great score. It's just been there. It's just there. It never goes away. We'll see just what happens in the chilling. future.
0: I liked his work. I, I I would like to have heard more of it. I really would. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Fabian Wagner, the the cinematographer, um, puts out a post of uh Batman standing on a Snyder Cut logo and says Sundays are for the League and the Snyder Cut. Nice. Like he's he's in full support of it. Um, so you know. I'm I'm hoping to see it one day. It looks like everyone involved is pretty interested in seeing it happen. This was great. Have you have you seen any of the Ryan Reynolds uh aviation gen commercials that he's been putting out on his Twitter feed?
0: Yes, and the first one where he announced it was great. <laughs> I I didn't I was at work and I just saw the one that I think you're about to talk about and I didn't get to hear the audio. So
1: Well, look well, <laughs> He I does saw a, the visual gag he was going for. Yeah, he's got a giant mustache. And he says, does drinking aviation gin make you feel like a superhero? And he dr- drinks a big old cup of it. And he comes back and he pulls the cup down. And suddenly, like, the mustache is gone. But, like, the his chin and his mouth are moving independently of, like, the fleshy part over yeah. his lip. Yeah.
0: And um, it looked like a Max Headroom video from mm-hmm. the, like, nose down.
1: Henry Cavill responded and says, Can't CGI the pain away. Make mine a double.
0: Oh shit. <laughs> Good job.
2: <laughs>
1: Good job. I, I just really enjoyed that. Felt like mentioning it.
0: That's solid. Yeah. <laughs> there has been there has not been any uh I don't know. I, no one has positively responded to that fucking mustache. It was mm-hmm. terrible. It was fucking terrible. It was a bane. Well, a bane mask would have been preferable. I yeah. Yeah. Or you know, on Outsiders uh, right now, Young know, Justice Outsiders, um, mm-hmm. Connor kind of wears like a black mask when he's out doing uh, stealth missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do that. Do that instead.
1: I wonder if it really would have been harder for them to just CG a beard onto Superman. Yeah, like he comes back from solid. the dead and he has a he has a beard.
0: It also it's it, all right. Here's the inter- uh, like it wouldn't have mattered. Where Superman has had short hair, he's he's always had the little curly cue up front. And well, mostly always had, but he's had short hair. He's had a mullet, for God's sake. He's had rock star hair, like eighties mm-hmm. metal rock star hair. If he wanted to, um, fuck it, do all that, but with the face, like yeah, like he he had a beard when he was running around the country listening to Chris Cornell songs. Fucking <laughs> so like, let him just keep that. Like, yeah. just just do that instead. Yeah.
1: What's funny is I've I've seen a couple of people because of the deep fake software that's out there now. I've seen people actually. Take Justice Lee and put put uh, a I think better looking version of Henry Cavill on top of it.
0: Easily, that's the crazy part. Some deep fake bullshit software that some dude released on Reddit mm-hmm. was better than what we got. That's insane.
1: Now that doesn't account for the upresing and all of that that you would need to do, but
0: there are caveats, uh... but. That base software, and I don't know its limits, but that base software did a better job with a lot of things than what we saw. Mm-hmm. Like, it did such a good job, the porn sites outlawed it at some point. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Where at some point, porn is like, mm, no, we're not we're not okay with this. The, the first 20 listings are going to be teen family sibling related, but we're not okay with this. That's insane. Is that true? Yes. Oh. I promise you, go to Pornhub right now, and I, I promise you the first 20 listings are going to have at least five, probably more like 10, uh, the word teen somewhere in there. And oh, every time no, you I was, read it-
1: I was talking about the family, sibling. Oh, thing.
0: yeah. Step. Oh, no, I'm sorry. When I say family, I mean step something. Oh. Step on, blah, blah, blah. Teen first, blah, blah, blah. Just- like, at, at best, you're looking at it thinking like, I hope they mean 18 or 19. Or in step, you're like, I don't even know what to hope for with this. This is just wrong on every level. <laughs> There's not a version of this that makes me okay. I don't like what I'm doing right now. I'm going to go away.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, on that disgusting note. Yep. We're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're talking about a little bit of TV. Stay with us, please.
0: More teens in step. Step. <laughs> If you stay with us. No. That apparently works for them. Why shouldn't it work for us, Dave? I don't want to win that way. I understand entirely. (laughs)
1: Alright we are back Got a little TV news Stephen Amell has uh, Confirmed that Emily Bett Rickards is going to come back for the finale Sweet Of Arrow and, uh, That was a hope Yeah I mean I figured she would
0: I mean she had a good exit But this season has been kind of a uh, Greatest hits of some of the past And yeah I would love to see her again
1: Yeah, and Mark Guggenheim even uh, responded to that and says that we'll be finding out about more old friends returning in the coming weeks. Mm. Um, Arrow's kind of killing it this year. Yeah. So far. So far, great. Uh, TV Line is saying Paul Blackthorne is coming back. Paul Blackthorne says he'll be coming back on. Beautiful. He says, delighted to be popping back for a spot of Arrow.
0: (laughs) You British fuck. Okay. Yeah, happy (laughs) to see you, though. (laughs) Oh... Delighted to be happy back for a spot of Arrow.
1: Now, this pissed me off. Oh. So, ever since the first episode, uh, uh sorry, the first season of Arrow, all right, the mm-hmm. penultimate episode of each season has taken its title from a Bruce Springsteen song. Have we talked How, about that? I think we have. I feel like we must have. However, this year will be different because the studio required them to make the title of the episode, since it was a... It's a backdoor pilot for us for a planned spinoff. They wanted it to be the title of the planned spinoff, which is why mm. 809 is going to be called Green Arrow in the Canaries. And Guggenheim says, unfortunately, the studio required us to officially title the episode of the planned spinoff, thus demonstrating no respect for tradition there. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I would appreciate it if we could all just agree that the real title of 809 is living in the future. Thank you
0: all. I, that's awesome. It also makes a lot of sense in the uh, in the sense that like I don't know Bruce Springsteen I really don't know him very well but I do know that he's a disaffected songwriter mm-hmm. and it makes a lot of sense that he would be disrespected in the last season mm-hmm. that part tracks with me. That being said, right, there you go. If you played one of his songs, I might notice because of his voice. Mm-hmm. He, I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's good. I have not had time.
1: I'm not a big fan.
0: I'm not either. I, I gave it a shot.
1: Uh just never, never, never stuck to me. Yeah. I tried hard too. I was specifically the, told, "Hey Dave, you like happening. you like Bob Dylan, you like Tom Petty, you like all these old guys. Check this guy out, Bruce Springsteen." I'm like, yeah, I'm aware of Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, just give it a listen. I gave it a couple of listens. Give it more than a couple of listens.
0: No, at at the time uh, that it that he was happening, I felt like I could have listened to Tom Petty or Elvis Costello. And mm-hmm. been like, no, this this is where I'd rather be.
1: Yeah, I like Elvis Costello.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good.
1: Because the angels want to wear my red shoes, baby.
0: <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I, it's a, it's a thing. It, you know, what's weird though. He has a like a cultish kind of following, like mm-hmm. people who are fans of the boss are just over like head head over heels. I, I've never gotten it, but I've also heard people say like they went to a concert, they saw him one time, and they were just converted. You know. Yeah. So,
1: I don't know. I'm one of those weirdos who, because of Late Night with Conan O'Brien, I'm a way bigger fan of Max Weinberg than I am of Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) And I always sort of resented (laughs) Bruce Springsteen because every time Bruce would go on tour, Max would leave the show and Max was one of the funniest things on the show.
0: He was really good. He was a good sidebar. And uh, also the guitarist. uh, Jimmy Vivino? Yeah. The Sopranos dude. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it was always surprising. They would just go away for a second. You're like, well, I guess this is what the band is now. Okay. And then yeah, a couple seconds later, you'd be like, ah, Conan's making it work. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's I just, fine. I liked that old dynamic of Conan, Andy, and Max. And I liked Max. And, yeah. Uh,
0: it was good. Yeah. He was a lot of fun. Anyway. Dude could make, a, is... jo- make a joke out of a drum fill. That was, was pretty good. Mm hmm. All right. So,
1: uh,. Here's a show that we haven't watched, or I haven't watched. Uh, Pennyworth has been renewed for season two over at Epics.
0: In a way, I'm glad for it, and and in another way, I I just I haven't seen it yet. I've already bought it, the entire season. I just haven't oh, had time. Mm-hmm. Just well, have not had time. Because CW.
1: Yeah, they said Pennyworth has been a big hit for us, embraced by critics and fans alike. It was the highest performing original series ever to premiere in Epics. You know what? I believe them. Fuck. More than doubling the viewership of the shows that came before it. Bruno Heller, Danny Cannon, and WBTV have delivered a brilliant, must watch series. Can't wait to work with this phenomenal cast and creative team on another exciting season. And um, I've heard nothing but good things about Pennyworth. No, honestly. I
0: regret that I have not had time, but it has um, not happened. I'm really sorry.
1: I haven't. I've I haven't watched five right minutes,
0: it. and I enjoyed the five minutes, but that's it. <laughs> I, I, I fully intend to get around to it, and I will.
1: On to another show I haven't watched a single second of, but you have because you have a podcast about it.
0: Ah, Watchmen.
1: Uh, yeah, a- HBO's Watchmen. The music mm-hmm. from Trent Reznor and Atticus uh, Ross is officially available to stream. Thank God. Much everywhere you can stream.
0: I would buy vinyls of this. It's so good.
1: I know. That's why I sent you the link.
0: Yeah. Also, shameless plug, who watched The Watchmen? Uh, mm-hmm. I want to articulate watched? who watched The because there's a there's a who watches the Watchmen out there as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But you and uh, Matt Carroll of the MCU cast do a uh, do a show together. Yep. So there's that, y'all. Go check that out. And well, you know, if you've made it this far, I'm sorry I didn't talk about it earlier. But um, world's finest true believers. Oh. You check that show out. That's yeah. a good show. And uh, I was on a recent episode. The most recent episode is uh, Lisa from I Love That Movie. Uh, but the one before that. We, we talked about Superman for tomorrow so oh, go yes. go 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 listen world's finest true believers anyway uh Harley Quinn the animated series um, you know what Coming up. uh Coming up in a few weeks yeah and they s- <laughs> this this uh, this reviewer Alex Zalbin, over on uh, Twitter <laughs> decided to uh, show us pieces of the embargo letter that DC Universe sent out for Harley Quinn. And says, the embargo letter for DC Universe's new Harley Quinn series is chef's kiss. Mwah. <laughs> the the segments that he chose a to share. on,
0: as they say.
1: The, here are the segments that he chose to share.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's cut to the chase. You have a million TV shows to watch, and every PR executive is selling you hard on why the show they've asked you to watch slash review is the next Fleabag. Well, Harley Quinn is not as good as Fleabag. But Harley Quinn is objectively eligible for more Annie Awards than Fleabag. Also, we think this show turned out pretty good, like we'd actually watch it, unlike several other shows we've worked on.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic.
1: (laughs) Lastly, and this is of the utmost importance, please, please, please make sure you spoil whatever the F you want. Seriously, we just want people to watch the show, so if you need to spoil something in your review, we don't give a shit. Get your spoiler (laughs) wrong. (laughs) Now he also says one other thing he really appreciates about the embargo P.S., letter is
0: fuck moratoriums. Good job.
1: Yeah, he says they highlighted the episodes we should watch to get the sense of the series in case we run out of time, and mm-hmm. that is very helpful. Nice. I don't know. I like
0: that. That's fantastic. That's that's really good. That's really confident as well. <laughs> they're not they're not hiding behind anything. Just uh. Fuck it, I don't, I don't care how it happens. Just watch the damn show, man. Mm-hmm. I like it.
1: We ain't playing about this, just do it. Mm-hmm. Spoil that shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not worried about spoilers for that show.
0: Nope. I feel like if we had if been given spoilers about even the first season of Brave and the Bold, you would still have gotten to the end of the first season of Brave and the Bold and Fall. <laughs> I didn't see some of that coming.
1: Oh, yeah, but, you know... Brave the Bold was one of those situations where I watched the last episode and wept my eyes out and decided I was going to watch the show.
0: Oh, I understand. But looking back, first season, you you never knew what you were going to get into. Mm-hmm. I mean, first episode is fucking Blue Beetle. Yep. That's, Will, that's crazy. Wilfred playing Blue Beetle. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy that that's even the first thing you pull up if you're going to do like a Batman uh, Brave and the Bold kind of thing. Um that that's just a an insane place to start. And then uh to to have gone the places they did, you you never knew. Like if you were watching it season to season or episode to, or week to week or whatever, you were fucked. You had no idea what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I watched it after it had already aired and still had no the fuck idea what was gonna right.
1: happen. Right. Really good show to watch in an uh <clears throat> inspired state.
0: <laughs> yeah, certain episodes will send you into a uh, a certain place mentally
1: especially if you've had some help
0: yeah yeah
1: all right I think we're done. I don't have anything else I got nothing all right well in that case uh please remember to uh help us out on the uh the reviews the ratings and reviews we are 76 in help us get to a 100 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we'll say your mm-hmm. name on the show and uh be nice about
0: you-hmm congratulate you.
1: And uh, if you'd like to help us further in a more <clears throat> monetary fashion, patreon.com <laughs> slash DC on screen. What?
0: I don't know. The cough. The cough made me laugh. but <laughs> It
1: wasn't a cough. It was a throat clear. <laughs> and even though we need, no one no one could see it, I was straightening an invisible tie.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of what I imagined. <laughs> Your spine got straighter. <laughs>
1: i can't help it man
0: you were suddenly more presentable in general yeah i get that
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: all right until next let me time, give y'all. you the internal dialogue real quick help <laughs> us please please help us we want to do this more and better please uh-huh. give us the things because we need that
1: jason mm-hmm. jason mm-hmm. show some dignity no <laughs> nobody likes the stench of desperation Give us reviews and money or it's whatever. It's the stench of honesty. It doesn't, honesty. Matter. It doesn't <laughs> matter.
0: Whatevs. Don't
1: listen. Please, to Jason.
0: please give us the means to do this more and better. We we would like to expand, and we need your help. We would. <laughs> I think we need to have some
1: talks. <laughs> I mean, you know, yes to like you know stuff like equipment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but you know, expanding. I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about here i don't know exactly what we're talking about right now
0: oh mostly equipment and marketing
1: oh yes yeah and yes
0: that's the expansion yes. yeah.
1: my my big goal is i want to have a dc on screen cookout yeah i'm still looking forward to that i still want to do that mm-hmm. like a like a dc on screen barbecue let's fry up some corn cobs or something yep fry up some fish or some, i don't know mm-hmm. oh, dc yep. on screen fish fry come on down <laughs> fish
0: fry take your lincoln take your stuff Bring it on down, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a porker pig. <laughs> We're gonna make this happen.
1: That's right. We're gonna go on
0: down to the Pigly Wiggly, get us some buttermilk. I ain't know anything about the Pigly Wiggly. I know a guy. We're gonna get this for our guest pig. No We're man, get this for like, our guest all, to the Piggly Wiggly. I know a guy. He best. got hog. He got hog. We're going to make it happen for
1: that. Uh-huh. Only the best for the D.C. on-screen listeners. We ain't, we ain't going to one of your guys. We're going down to the Piggly Wiggly. No, to my, the pig.
0: my guy has is, is an organic, organic pigger. We're going to go to him. We're going to get some of his molasses. The
1: only thing organic about that boy the is thing. he stuck that pig with his organic stick.
0: <laughs> we don't need... His, we don't his need to f- pig stick and knob the side we're going to make sure he works. We
1: don't need to feed our listeners cream-filled pork. Nobody needs that. All right, until next time, keep some DC in your screen. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Bless you. Forgive us. Our
1: intro music is by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Galactic Engineers of Magnetic Sounds, or GEMS, can be found on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Visit DCOnScreen.com to find our Patreon, merch, contact information, and every episode of the show for free, including crossovers we've done with other podcasts. DC OnScreen is a Maladjusted production. For more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, vlogs, parodies, and our improvised web series, Hey Guy, visit maladjusted.tv.